There is no phone ringing, damn it! What the hell are you talking about? You know what the hell she's talking about? No. I'm afraid I don't understand. What, what, you... what Dr. Schaefer? Our Dr. Schaefer? Our Dr. Schaefer, the one who's always grabbing everybody's... Was he sick? I don't know what you're talking about. Now, what in hell am I going to tell this boy Schaefer's parents? That a substitute nurse assassinated him because she couldn't tell the doctors from the patients on the floor? My God! Okay? You let a woman beat ya, you little tiny nothing. Why did you move closer to me? I don't know. I I guess I want to be closer don't to Don't, Bob. Uh-uh. His name was Jeremiah Johnson. Norma Ray has been working since she was 16. Jeff Goldblum is the psycho freak who's everywhere the action is. That's outrageous. You try one more goddamn stunt and I'll light up the fucking sky. I'm Peter Fonda. We've just finished making a movie dealing with the most talked about subject of the day, LSD. A decade under the influence. No rules, no limits. No wonder these filmmakers changed our world. Did it. Master Mechanics. I'd like to think I nailed it, in fact. I think you did. You don't even need to think about it. I'm here to tell you. I watched it. Oh, well, thank you. I witnessed the event. That's phenomenal. Hey, welcome back mm. to A Decade Under the Influence. That's fine. I thought you were going to make me laugh. No. I hate when people try to make me laugh, like, right when I drink water. It makes me not want to drink water. I'll be more hydrated. If you pranksters weren't around. <laughs> you bastard pranksters. So, okay. You have the desire. Oh, <laughs> well, I do now. You've planted the seed. <laughs> it's already there. I know about the water drinking fear. Uh, so, we just watched uh, The China Syndrome. We uh, did. Which, I gotta say, I really enjoyed. It was a fun movie. Um for a 70s movie, and maybe because it's like a, a 1979, it kind of moves at a brisk pace, mostly. Mm. There's some moments where it like... For you, I thought it moved really well. That's what I'm saying. It you moved just, well. That just bugs me about you. I mean, you're like 98% awesome, but like... I mean, because it was like two seconds. It just showed the turbine room or whatever, and you're like, I'm so bored! I mean... <laughs> You people have to have constant flash all the time. You can't stop and look at the fucking turbine room. <laughs> no, seriously, though, this one wasn't that bad. It was like two no, seconds. it wasn't. That's In 2001, I was with you, even though I couldn't be with you because I wanted you to continue watching the film. Yeah. You were ready to, like, break shit during I was 2001. Ready to break shit. It was, 2001 was too far. Well... But this That's not the only the thing that was going on. We watched 2001 at the beach on the smallest television available. Oh, yeah. it was that was Palm Pilot size it right was there. Not Get out your Palm Pilots. That's the size of this TV. <laughs> and it was pretty far away. Yeah, yeah. 2001 so, is meant to be big. Multiple issues with it. But this movie, when I, the whole point of that was this movie like kind of rocked it with that. Like it, it really connected well. It was the opposite well. of some 2001. It was really the opposite of 2001. It also was not trying to hide what it was trying to tell you. It was like a little bit. I was going to argue there's some of that for political thrillers. This one. And then Siskel and Ebert said the same thing, which you can watch on YouTube. The politics were they're there, but a little more buried. It wasn't. As, and you had characters that could have gone that further oh, effort. Yeah. 
But it was still there. It's still a political thr- thriller. You, there's politics. In there's there. a good. I think it was realistic, actually. <laughs> I kind of appreciated that it was realistic. That like. Oh yeah, it was realistic. You know, this, I agree. This reporter who doesn't normally do this kind of work would would sort of struggle to know how to cover yep. a story that heavy and. Because well, she that, wasn't bringing the politics. Michael Douglas was, and the other guy, Elliot was, and. Well, yeah, and also the guy Jack who was Lemon taking over Brimley. the plant, like he understood the science and stuff behind it, but he wasn't an activist or whatever. Like it's it's all it's very realistic. And she didn't know how to ask the right questions and kind of made him look crazy for three minutes, which was not awesome. Um, which I was disappointed with that. Like, but they get on air and he kind of chokes. Can be realistic. Yeah, but that that also like felt realistic to me. It's like the the statement seems more like it's like. They're they're showing how things get covered up, right? The point is, like, this sort of stuff happens all the fucking time. It's almost never caught. Yep. And when it is, a lot of the times it's up to people who are not professionals, who are not people who know how to use this information in a way to to make the change happen. And, And so then, you know... They fumble their way through it, and then life goes on. And <laughs> which they highlight really well when he's sitting there and he's like, he's told them that information. Tomorrow they're going to make the handoff of the of the X rays or whatnot. And then he he goes, he's watching her on TV, and she's doing that story about fucking roller skating mice or something, some bullshit like that. That's like some puff piece, and he's like, oh, these are the people that are getting my information out <sighs> you gotta, right you gotta start somewhere yeah I'm sure she took journalism classes I oh think, no absolutely and she's ready it was to the sexist thing it was the exact same christina applegate anchorman character where she wanted to do yeah yeah also her. super real yeah. anchorman super real <laughs> no i meant that aspect of this film <laughs> I mean, I, you can have both. You can have realism and politics. I just think that as you get in the later 70s and early 80s and onward, they would gut the politics of it. And I would like to have been hit over the head a little bit more. But it's still good. It was really good. It doesn't make my top 10 or top 20, but it makes my top 30. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's like you're not, by the end of this film, you're not trusting the system you're not trusting that everything is safe. No, not or, trusting the bow tie you know, guy. You're like, yeah, bow ties are a bad. It's one. like, oh fuck! Like this could be happening anywhere in America today, and we wouldn't Ugh. know because you know our the what we would see of that story would be what you know we're so frustrated that these characters are you know limited by right because the, right. the only people that really know the information are people who are making their livelihood off this, and so like th- they're their reason to come forward and have any input that like stops what's happening is really, really low. It's like someone has to be dying or like the system has to be so flawed that hundreds of people could die. I mean, it's, it's wild. That's silly. I agree. I also agree that it's important and they, they should have been doing more at the time and could have been doing more. Or we wouldn't be, having a lot of problems we're having now. People had taken that maybe more seriously. I met people that were doing more serious things. Right. About nuclear power back in the 80s. And yeah, those protests that were going on in that film a little bit. bullshit. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> but 
he had some cool like where he went and stole the film anyway. That was like this is what you do, and he didn't he didn't think twice about he it. He didn't flinch. Yeah, yeah. So I liked that that was there. That I put things can... in motion. And, and you have Michael Douglas. Do they kind of so forgot they had that film though. Which was poor funny. Hector. Too. I know. Hector's just like enjoying his music, driving down the road. You want me to pick up some stuff it's for you? It's from sure? a long line of fucking with people of color. Like oh he was like Christ a red shirt. Yes. It was like Rodriguez, you check out the Lobster <laughs> Beast regular cast over here. Hector, you deliver the film. You're not in any danger. <laughs> yeah, why? I don't Poor know. Hector. That that really did piss me off during the movie. That they did not even <laughs> like discuss it with Hector. Like, is this dangerous? No, I don't see why it would be. Just go get the stuff. It's not because you're a person of color, Hector. It's because you're the fucking sound guy. We don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> you just say speed all the time. <laughs> Guess who they ended up needing in the end. Right? Right? Yeah. Love it. Oh, the acting was like total fucking awesome, too. Yeah. Well, and what's his name? Fucking Quincy's boss or whatever. <laughs> his death stares were amazing. And the other guy whose only job was to fucking stare. I don't think that guy had a line. <laughs> and if he did, he had like a few. The keep an eye on him guy? Yeah, just the fucking <laughs> hypno toad. I know. That dude never fucking blinked. He's like, I was told and I'm paid a very good wage. And I just hold this transistor radio like this. Um. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna give my score on this film. I'm gonna give it a seven. Uh, I liked it. It was fun. It was fast paced, which was uh, a fun change. Yeah. Um. The characters were interesting. They gave like good. We directed the paper chase. They had good like play back and forth between. And uh, the baby makes. I I like that a lot. Um, and I'm interested to know if this guy is Jeff Bridges' dad. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I can go to him, but I gave it an 8. It gets a 7.4 on IMDb. James Bridges, there now. James Bridges was born in fucking Paris. Paris, Arkansas, sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was that weird poster on the wall <laughs> in the editing room or whatever that said Paris. What now? I said France. France, sorry, France. <laughs> <laughs> and then the FBI, the, the I like the FBI. <laughs> they really give you nothing about James Bridges. It's just he was born in Paris, Arkansas. He did the China Syndrome and the Paper Chase. He died on June sixth in Los Angeles. Done. <laughs> wow. But yeah, I mean, I I agree with you. I like this film. I could have used them to turn it up to eleven with the politics and the working class stuff. It's all in there, but I mean, it took a couple viewings, I think, for me to really. Put it together. You put it together more quickly because you're more frosty. I'm frosty. Fucking frosty. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Um, Cats, what did you think? Feed us. <laughs> Just feed us. Please, God, feed us. Now, we can do reviews, but I kind of like to wait because right now we only have two movies to review. Don't we have three? Two. Well, we've got... The organization, the movie that was two movies, oh, Milestones, yeah, which milestones. I'm excited to talk about. We'll see you all. And we already did Zardoz, right? Yeah. I know. So uh, we're going to do another one here, and then maybe next time we do a podcast, we'll have four to review, at least three to review. Holy smokes. Y'all are going to get a treat. All these fun movies we're going to watch. 
Well, I fun loosely, I guess. I wonder what they were up against too, Jane Fonda and Jack Lemmon, because they're both nominated, and I feel like he should have won. They're both Lemmon? good. They're both good. Or Jane Fonda. I feel like he, Jack Lemmon, should have won, but <laughs> but they had already given him one. There's all these weird politics involved in the uh, Oscars. Right, you they already had one. Gotta spread them out. <laughs> You can't have two unless... And then he gave a weird speech, and that your was... Your name is... Uh, what's, the, what's her name? Meryl Streep. Yeah. She gets all of them. <laughs> Make a Sophie's Choice. Um, so maybe we do uh, some plugs for, for social media stuff now. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Decade Under the One. We, like, send out almost nothing on there. So, I mean, you, you get, like, announcements when these podcasts come out. Um, and that I do Facebook stuff. I'm waiting for it. some likes. I put birthdays. I do, you know, pictures with directors. I Putting the write-ups that are in the iTunes description, I've been putting those up on Facebook. Oh, nice. Adding a bunch of pictures and letting you know when our next episode is, has dropped. Uh, we're also in the process of maybe changing our name. So if you have some suggestions, we'd like to hear them. Um, we probably won't use them, but we might. You never know. They could be friggin' rad, and that'd be cool. Thank you for your support. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Turn the mic up. Oh, I have. Uh, oh, no. Feed the cats. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> danger cats up here uh thanks so much and we will see you next time folks bye